You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. A student has been arrested after, quote, potential danger caused District 49 to cancel classes at Vista Ridge High School today. KRDO News Channel 13's Sean Rice is live at Vista Ridge High School in Northeast Colorado Springs, where classes are expected to resume tomorrow. Sean. Yeah, Bart Mallory, late today, Colorado Springs police arrested a student, a juvenile, with possession of a firearm and interference with school staff. A family member was also charged with failure to secure a firearm. These arrests follow an increase in, quote, assaultive behavior at the school. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're listening to the Patriot Cause. I got a very, very powerful podcast for you today thing about it is this, is our primary school students, primary school is not even high school. It's, you know, first grade through junior high. What we're dealing with is a vast increase in violence in the primary schools. Why? Great question. Reason behind that is because society itself is declining with moral values. The, this is why the students are acting like they're doing in the schools. And I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to show you evidence that the families, specifically in these big cities, are failing their children. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 22.6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. What we're dealing with is parents for generations that have not been taught the right way to go. So they are teaching their children and their grandchildren to be violent in this world. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to play you a clip that is very powerful. This is from an individual that is in England talking about their situation, which, by the way, is our situation. Said it before, I'll say it again. If it happens in England, eventually it's going to happen in America. So let's start this off. The first one that I'm going to present to you is from Fox News. And it, the reason I'm using this specific version of it is because NBC, CBS, ABC, they refuse to use certain words to describe what happened to this nine-year-old girl 
on this bus. So from Fox News, students mercilessly assault nine-year-old girl on a school bus. Parents press charges. Two students viciously beat a nine-year-old student on a Florida school bus. We all seen the video. If you haven't, just go on the internet. You'll see it. Two boys repeatedly strike a nine-year-old girl and no fellow students or adults on that bus intervene to stop that brutal assault. Two adults were on the bus at the time of the incidents, including the bus driver and an aide. So this is from the mother when she heard about this and her response. All ages are on that bus, and it's overfilled, the mother told the local news. It's very crazy because there's all this yelling going on in the bus. And the two adults on the bus, the bus driver and the bus aide, only sit in the front and do nothing. You get that. Do nothing. I don't know about you, but when I was on a bus, the second a fight broke out, that bus driver stopped the bus and took care of the situation immediately. Apparently, this is not happening. So this is another article from the New York Post talking about violence in the classroom. So it's not just the bus, it's everywhere. A Las Vegas student viciously pounding another girl, don't understand why it's girls, on the head dozens of times. It's a girl on a girl. As other classmates stand by and laugh about what's going on. A person believed to be the teacher is heard yelling at the attacker. Stop, stop, stop. Get off of her. Yelling. No, she needs to physically take that person away from what is going on. So the beating of this student continues the students keep laughing about what's going on, and the teacher does nothing. So these are two examples of students beating students. Now, all of us have been educated, well, most of us, in a public school environment. Even when I was going to school. We used to have fights, but we would have them outside, and they'd probably last maybe five minutes. And the school teachers would solve the problem, separate us, and then each one of us, didn't didn't matter who was wrong or right, each of the students would be disciplined. 
and their parents would be told that Bud was fighting at the school. Even though I was attacked, it didn't matter. And that's how it should be. So that the parents and the teachers understand what has happened. And back in my day, the parents were in charge of taking that situation and correcting it. And if I did it again and again, I would be expelled from that environment in the school. That's how you protect the children. When these kids act outside of normal moral values, you kick them out of school. And then the parents have to deal with what that student has done. So this is another one. An Alabama student attacks a teacher with a stun gun. An Alabama student pulled a stun gun on a teacher who tried to stop her fighting with another female student. The altercation was caught on camera and the shocking footage made it to the web. The girl has been arrested and charged with felony assault in Alabama. It's not going to happen in any of these leftist states whatsoever. Not only that, I guarantee you that the state of Alabama not only arrested this individual, but also worked with and communicated with the parents in this situation. So we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to continue on how these students are actually attacking teachers. I wouldn't think for a second of attacking any teacher when I was in school. I can't even fathom a person that wants to attack their teacher. But they do. We'll be right back. Do not go away. You want to hear this full podcast to the end. Was signed by the separate. 
two more articles that I want to present to you, but look, you can go on the internet and you'll see over and over and over again, students attacking students, students attacking teachers, students attacking police, etc. And this one is, again, from a local news, Fox 5 in Atlanta. Teacher is hospitalized after brutal attack by a Rockdale County student. Student attacking a teacher inside of the Heritage High School. Chaos erupts in the hallway after an argument between the student and the teacher escalates as the student appears to slam the classroom door on the teacher, teacher, and then begins to throw punches. And this is what a longtime educator in that school says about this incident. Students are out of control. There is no excuse for the violence. There is no excuse for children who are coming into our school system daily and wrecking havoc so other students cannot learn. Longtime educator Vernali Turner. Even, even the teachers know that there's a massive problem with the mental, insane mind of these students. I have never in my life seen while I was going to school any any student attacking a teacher so this this is unprecedented but it's very explainable and towards the end of the podcast I'm going to present to you again a psychologist in England that explains exactly what's going on and why this is happening. Here's another one. Again, Atlanta. High school teacher or high school student beat up his teacher for getting bad grades. Holy snikes. When I got bad grades and my report card was sent to my parents every quarter, oh boy, I was not in a good situation. My parents made sure that I understood that bad grades was not a good thing. So a teacher being repeatedly punched by a student 
And according to the wife of the teacher attacked, who spoke to a local media, the teacher was left with bloodied mouth and head injuries, along with feeling of dizziness. And this is what she says. I don't think people should have the crap beat out of them when they go to work. I just want the students and the teachers to be safe or safe because my husband signed up to be a teacher and he loves his job. Absolutely agree with that. Great educators, well, some of them, as you know. So what happened during this altercation? The teacher called the parents of the students who punched him and revealed to the parents that their son was poorly performing at school. And then the next day, the student pulled up on his teacher and beat him in his English classroom. I don't know what happened after that, but I would know if it was me or anyone in my family, any of my siblings that did this. My parents would lock me in a room for decades and do whatever it took to figure out why in God's name did I do that. However, that's how real parents react to what is going on. But see, the leftists think that the schools themselves should correct these problems. Therefore, you got all these fences around the schools. You're going to have security guards in the schools. But see, what they're failing is to connect with the parents to correct the issues with their students like they did in the 60s and the 70s when I went to school. The government thinks the responsibility of what is going on with these students is in the school itself. No, it's not. It's with the parents. And unless the schools connect with the parents to decrease the violence, it will never stop. You can put up whatever fence you want. You can put whatever security you want in the school. It will never, ever stop. So take a good listen to this. I searched on the Internet and I typed in leftists on school violence. And these are the two videos <laughs> that popped up at the very top. All this is in the show notes. You can click on it and you can see it. This is from the National Education Association. The National Education Association. Do you think they're blaming the parents for the failure of raising their kids? Absolutely not. They're talking about take away the guns, put more security forces in the, in the schools. 
but they won't address the real problem. Take a listen to this. Baltimore County has seen its share of violent incidents in recent months. From a Cadenceville High School shooting to a series of on-campus fights at Perry Hall High. But Baltimore County has not been alone in dealing with disruptions. It's amazing the similarities, um, even though we may be different in size and demographic. Baltimore City, Anne Arundel, Carroll, Harford, and Howard counties have also seen their share of problems. Williams said that's what led to the recent meeting among school leaders. One of the ideas he shared with the group was Baltimore County's plan to launch a student safety assistance program. These are not hall monitors. These are not safety guards or security guards. These are persons who build relationships with students, but also who know about kind of um, uh, strategies, classroom management, de-escalation skills, or um, problem solving and kind of mentor and even bring in groups of students that try to resolve an issue. Harford County School Superintendent also shared a number of other ways districts can head off violence. One of the things we're looking at as a strategy is bystander training. You know, that we need to design something for kids and adults. You know, what do you do when you see something? How do you deal with that? During the roundtable meeting, Baltimore County reaffirmed its commitment to support school resource officers. I know there's been some questions about should SROs be in schools, but based on all the years and the relationships, we see that as a strong partnership with our Baltimore County Police. In April of 1999, I was teaching middle school in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I had no experience or training to answer the questions of my middle level learners when they asked me, are we safe in our schools? It's 23 years later, and here we are. The question that we must ask, is this who America is? Is it? Until we pass comprehensive, common sense gun laws, which the majority of Americans support, it is who we are. But we are here to say no more. The time is now to stand up for our students. The time is now to hold our legislators accountable. The time is now. This is not the America we are going to be anymore. We have activists standing behind us who are saying enough. People all over this country rising up and saying no more. We have our students. Our students are babies who are begging us to do what's right. We will rally and we will organize and we will vote. We will stand up together because our children are babies are depending on us to be worthy of them. I know we can do this. Can we do this? Can we do this? I know we can and we will. Thank you so very much. Well, there you had it. The leftist idea of correcting this problem is get rid of the guns, 
make the schools like prison, lock everybody up for protection, and don't do anything to work with the parents to correct their kids. This is the world that we live in. Insanity. That's what this is. And it's never going to stop or get back to what I would call our morality country where our kids are being taught according to, like I said before, Proverbs, train up a child in the way he should go. A parent doesn't know in a way that they should go, and the school doesn't know in the way they should go, then they're going to continue. And this is where we're at. I'm going to bring some statistics to you. Yeah, numbers. I get it, but this is going to blow your mind if you haven't done this research, which, by the way, I have, and I'm glad to bring it to you. Now, I've said this before. I'm not a big Wikipedia guy, but I did the research on this article from Wikipedia, and it is absolutely the truth. They have the year who did the assault or attack and the circumstances behind that. Go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will see the list of attacks related to primary schools. Again, schools in our country. These are attacks that have occurred on school property or related primarily to school issues or events. Incidents that involve only staff who work at the school have been classified as belonging to a list of workplace killing. So if a teacher died during whatever these incidents, they're not even in these numbers. These are just students attacking students. It also excludes events where no injuries take place. If the attack is foiled, accounts without reliable sources are not included. So I'm going to hope that Wikipedia got this information from reliable sources. So let's start off with this. 1956, that's the beginning time frame of their data until 1900. Dead, 16. Injured, 26. So we're talking about 64 years of, no, I'm sorry, 44 years of statistics during that time frame. So during that time frame of 46 years, you had an average death per year during that time associated with school stuff of 0.36. Average injuries were 
Then we go from 1900 to the year 2000. You had 161 that died and 439 that were injured. Now, this is 100 years, not 44 years, 100 years. 1.61 average deaths per year. 4.39 average injuries in these schools per year. Let's go to the year 2000 all the way to today, 2023. 20 Three years. Death, 255. Injuries, 661. What that brings is the average death per year from 2000 to 2023 is 11. Not 0.11, 0.11 per year on an average. And injuries are 29. Do not tell me whatsoever that we have a huge issue of violence in our schools and the government, the education system, has no freaking clue how to solve this. Obviously not. Because they are a government entity. They think the government needs to solve this problem. No. Society. Parents need to solve this problem. And it will never, ever be solved by the education system. So take a great listen to this psychologist from England that explains exactly what's happening there, and what is happening in America. And so we must pay attention. And, and, and to me, we never seem to be asking the correct questions. And the very first question, Kimberly, is why? Why are we seeing what we are seeing? We cannot, Kimberly, have a society that is so violent, but yet want our children to be non-violent. We cannot have a, a, a country where seemingly there are no real role models to follow, but we want our children to walk on a narrow line. Now, Mr. Benjamin, before mm -hmm. you continue, I know that you want to bring up the pandemic and of course the causes, but people are saying it's not just what it may be seen as an increase, you know, but they're talking about the violent behavior towards uh, authority, because mm -hmm. you have been hearing about, you know, children, you know, picking up chairs and, you know, launching it at teachers and that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. so they're wondering, like, this level of disrespect was not around when they were in school. I, so I is that know. a new thing? I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I was in a school where the principal was on the stage and students decided to pelt ice at hand and, and, and she was bleeding. I, am in a, I was in a school, in primary school, where a teacher was was busted his head open from a parent and a child with, with, with a chair. School violence has been around. The, the, the violence has been there. But you are quite right. The intensity 
The intensity is frightening. And that is what I'm saying. We're not asking the correct questions. And we must ask the question, why is the intensity what it is? But when you do a, 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 a scan of our society, look at the crimes, look at the way. There's no more night time. We used to be afraid of night, but now broad daylight in the middle of the day without mask. You are being killed. Look at what is going on in our society. We cannot fix our schools unless and until we fix our society. And when I say our society, I mean our homes, our churches, our businesses. We cannot. So if we want to really tackle violence in school, we must pay attention to violence in society. And until we do that, we're spinning top like we have been doing for many years. And while I applaud the interministerial approach, and I think it is great, however, they are going to say the same thing that they were saying for the last 20, 30, 40 years. Because if we are not looking at one, we will never address the other. And further, if we don't look at the last two years in the mix, then we will continue to spin. What his conclusion is very simple. That the education system and the government cannot solve this problem. Society as a whole across the globe is violent, tremendously violent, specifically within the last 120 years towards each other. And the COVID lockdown didn't help, as we know, with our students because during that time frame, they lost the connection with each other, the respect of each other. And then all of a sudden, they're put back in the classroom, and all that bottled up depression needs a place to get released. And it happens and is happening in our school system. So the bottom line is this. The only way this country will solve any of these issues with students declining morals is, number one, go back to God. The Bible tells us how to be human beings created by God, and that information must be passed down through generations. But because it's not, and because there are so many people in this country that are self-centered, they refuse to educate their child in the truth of morality and respect for their fellow man. It is really that simple. This is The Gunny Out. Let's make a Ford and a Chevy. It'll 
still last ten years like they should Cause the best of the free life is still yet to come 